Are you ready? Welcome to Radio Grognard, King Size, the OSR podcast with more stuff with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya folks, old man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. It's a nice day. Okay, time to talk encounter balance or lack thereof and the infamous challenge rating. And we'll talk about that right after this. Yes. The current edition's challenge rating system. Are you surprised that I'm talking about this? Because I am, this is, but because basically this is going to be an OSR Grognard's take on this from what I've seen and what I've heard. Now, I want to make a disclaimer at first that I have not read the current edition's books. And so I'm just going by what I see on the internet and what my friends tell me. And there's a lot of people say the challenge rating system is broken. Okay, fine. It's broken. Fix it. Um, so that brings me to the way I think encounter building should go. First of all, I'm almost, not quite, but almost to the opinion of my friend Matt Evans, which is balance. Who balances encounters? I just throw them at them. Well, okay. I can go along with him for 99% of that, but there's still one or two, you know, like 1% of me that wants to go, okay, but we need to map this out a little. You know, it's it's all part of prep for me. And, you know, and I, it's nice that the current edition gave you the challenge rating system. And from what I've seen, yeah, it is broken. And what I'm saying is it's broken in a way that other editions of D&D have been broken in that regard to encounter levels because it's 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 almost a personal thing, you know? It's, it's almost something that you develop yourself. Like, if you look in the D&D Rules Cyclopedia, uh, Frank Mincer gives you a whole chapter on encounter balancing, and it makes a little more sense. But at the same time, me, I'm always looking for the simple way out. And his is not simple. I mean, it is to a certain extent. But if you're sitting down, you have two hours to prep. Fine. That's no problem. I can sit there and do the numbers. But a lot of people, and I understand the current version the way they did it, because they wanted to get as many new players in as possible. So... The way the way this works is you work the numbers, but how many people are going to want to work the numbers? How many new GMs are going to sit there and want to pull out a calculator and work the numbers? Nobody. So my my solution to that, and I've said this before, I've I've talked about this before on the show, is this is the way I balance an encounter. You take the Total hit dice of whatever monster or monsters you are throwing at the party and compare it to the total levels of the party members. And that'll give you a ballpark idea of how how the encounter, almost how the encounter goes. Now there's a couple of caveats. There's a caveat to, to this. But that that's the kind of thing I do. I just compare hit dice to levels. That That's... 
That's easy. That's and it works for me. Um, and I, I understand. Like I said, I understand why they did it. But anyway, no big numbers or anything. And you know, and of course, like I said, there's a caveat or so uh, because nothing is ever simple. Simple. It's it's simpler. Let me put it that way. Because you have to take into account things like monster special abilities. Um, <clears throat> if you put, you know, the party up against one orc with a sharp stick, you know that par party's going to come out on top. But if you put the party up against, say, I don't know, a mummy, maybe two mummies, which have mummy, mummy rot. You got to take that into account. If you have a creature that causes fear, that's a big that's a big question mark right there. So what I do basically is if it's got a, any kind of significant special ability, I add half the half the mon total monsters hit points to that. Or I could take the individual monsters, say there are two mummies and three kobolds. I could take the two mummies and put like half their hit dice in each mummy and then the kobolds regular and add it up and then compare it. Because that way you can see that a monster is, is, more, is more, more capable than their, their hit dice will let you know, will, will show you. Because that's the way it goes. That's the way... And I think it should be that way, to tell you the truth, because you're playing with player characters here. They want to challenge, you know, the players want to challenge, and I don't blame them. I want to challenge, too, when I'm a player. And what the thing is, here's, here's the rub. Players, and at least the way I feel about the way I play, I want to challenge, but not so much a challenge where the player's going to die. The player character's going to die. You know that's the that's the whole rub of it. I mean, to me, I I had you know once you have a character, okay, all right, fine. There's TPKs and people characters die. Okay, fine. You die, make up a new character. But if you have a player character, and I had this happen to me about a year ago, if you have a player character who quote unquote dies and is raised, all of a sudden, that I don't know about the player character, but I know the player is going to have a come-to-God moment and start playing a lot more cautiously. And what you have to do is balance out that caution because you've got to be able to do, you know, do the job, do the job you set out to do, but at the same time, try not to get killed. So, you know, it's one or the other. It's, I mean, you, because Lojack was, was dead. Lojack died because he did something stupid. And I admit he did something stupid because he got fed up with being the guy who's in the background, you know, pinging off people from the distance. And he just ramboed into this one encounter and he got his but handed to him. And he went down hard. His his periapt of stabilization, or whatever the hell they called it, uh, 
didn't work because I got hit so hard, it went beyond death saving throws. It went on those de- those those throws you do the thing in in the current edition you do. It went beyond that, and I just went down. They managed to to save my body and raise me. Now it wasn't an easy raise either. I had to make some rolls. I had to make some critical rolls, and I barely made it. I barely made it. And there was another player character who did the same thing. He was making those rolls, and he made it. And the GM just looked at both of us and said, "Next time, it's going to be a lot harder." Plus, the current version, of course, I lost a constitution point, which I got back like two levels later. But see, that's my argument about that. That I mean, yeah, during like first edition, second edition, fine. You know, you lose a con point because you're not getting those back. But in the current edition, you get them back, you know, eventually. I mean, you get you get a, every it was like every other level I was playing fighter. Every other level I get like two points to put in any stat. You, it's a no-brainer to think I'm going to bump up, bump back up my... Con- I had a 17 constitution... I'm sorry, an 18 constitution. Went to 17. First thing I did when I got those points, boom, 18 constitution. So it's like, this This is not relevant anymore. Why are we doing this? But that's, that's beside the point. Anyway, that's how I do encounter balance, if you were, and I like it. And if you look in the current edition, it does say it's a, the CR is a, CR is a rough estimate of the encounter. That's their kind of get out of jail free card over at, over at the, the publishers to say, okay, yeah, it's a rough idea. So if it don't work, you know, if it, if it, if you still get a TPK, it's not on us. So, You've, you've got to take that into consideration. And, you know, hit dice versus levels just makes sense to me. That's all. And just, you know, add the special abilities in a little where you can and just go with that. It works. Um, and like I said, nine times out of ten, I don't want to balance it at all. I can look at it. I, I've, pl- I've GM'd enough where I can eyeball a situation and look at the player characters and go, hmm, okay, yeah, let's change this. And so that kind of thing. And there's always the, you know, changing it during battle. So I'm not going to go into that. Anyway, I got to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognard at gmail.com or drop a voicemail on Anchor. We are monetized. So as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program. I would thank you. And if you want to do a single donation, go to my Ko-fi page, ko-fi.com slash oldmangrognard or my PayPal tip jar, paypal.me slash oldmangrognard. Let me thank these people. They do give to me monthly. Juan Carlos Llewellyn, Gilbert Soros, and Benjamin Brodell. You guys are champs in my book. Thank you. For other good podcasts, Dan Gregg's The Jung, Y-U-N-G, Jung Grognar Podcast. Kevin at the Red Caps Podcast. Daniel Norton's Bandits Keep Podcast. Randy and Joe's Biggest Geekest Podcast. Big John Allen Large's The Red Dice Diaries. And my friend Eric Tinkar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Got questions? You got comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. Tune in next time when Radio Grognard King Size is on the air. <laughs>